edition of Run's House. I appreciate you listening. Hope everybody out there is staying safe and doing everything you can to not lose your mind right now. Of course, the coronavirus is in the news, and I know everybody's out there trying to look for some sort of good news about this thing. I believe that the good news about the coronavirus has passed us. It's too late for good news on the coronavirus. I think everything from this point on is just news about the coronavirus. Now, eventually, it is going to go away. But the good news on the coronavirus has passed us. The opportunity to get real good news about the coronavirus is gone. And the reason for that was because of the initial reaction to this virus from our president. Our president delayed and delayed and delayed, and now we are in the mess that we're in right now. Now, I'm not going to go over the history and the words and everything he has said and what has happened since he first heard about the COVID-19 virus, because I think everybody has already heard it by now, and people have already decided they're going to take a side one way or the other on who they believe and agree or disagree that his reaction was the right one. I, of course, disagree. As I've said before, had he acted sooner, I believe that we would have already heard the good news. We would already be on the downside of this. We might have already been to the point where businesses are somewhat back to normal. Some are saying businesses may never be normal again. Now, I believe that might be a little bit overstating it. I think once there's a vaccine for this, that things should be pretty much normal again. This will definitely change how we act and what we do. Handshakes might be gone forever. Who knows? I I don't, I'm sure I will shake somebody's hand again, but it may not be to the same degree to what I was doing. Time will tell how we react from this point out. But for right now, we are trying to figure out the best way to go about reopening businesses. We are trying to figure out the best way of finding a light at the end of the tunnel so we can get back to normal. So Donald Trump right now, after first saying he was in complete control of this thing and the authority was total for him, he has decided, or somebody told him, you can't do that. That's absolutely not true. So he changed his stance and said, okay, governors, it's all on you. Now, of course, he's going to use this to get people to take sides, which he already has. He's going to dare some governors to stay closed to get the people who want businesses to open now to get angry. And they have already. They've staged their protests and all get to the protesters in a minute. I have a few things to say about them. But the experts right now are saying that we cannot get back to business as usual until we ramp up the testing. Now, uh, there's been a study from Harvard University that has said that right now we average 146,000 tests per day so far this month. And in order to get back to regular business, it needs to be triple that. Anywhere between 500 and 700,000 tests per day by mid-May, and then possibly we can get back to business. But right now, it does not appear as if it is the best idea. But we are certainly going to find out. 
And there are no easy answers on this thing. I can promise you, it doesn't matter. Democrat, Republican, everybody wants the economy to be back to where it was. Everybody wants businesses to be back open. Democrats don't want restaurants to be closed. Democrats don't want you not to get your hair cut. I promise you, Democrats have hair. Democrats like going to restaurants, as do Republicans. This is not a political thing. This is a life and death matter. That's what it is. Why are we acting any differently? But there's got to be somebody always on the complete opposite side and say, I don't care about the COVID-19 virus. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to get it. You're not even going to get it. What's the big deal? Stop acting like a baby. Just go out and it's, it's, it's still people are still doing this flu thing. They're comparing it to the flu, which is unbelievable. Which brings me to the protesters. Now listen, I, as an American citizen, and I've said this once, I will say this for the rest of my life, I am all for protests. I think protests and protesting in the United States of America is one of the greatest rights that we have. Thank God we are able to live in a country where you can protest the government, you can protest injustices, you can protest in this country without being locked up for years. And that's a great right. And the protesters right now the ones I'm talking about are the ones who are going to the state capitals and demanding that the economy reopen right now. I support your right to protest 100%. However, I will tell you, I know you're excited about this protest because it's not just a protest to open up the economy. It's a protest for your leader, Donald Trump. And I can tell you right now, you are not an American hero doing this. You're not a patriot. You're not a tough guy. You're not a soldier. You're not a UFC fighter. You're not any of this stuff. Okay, so calm down. The protest seems a little empty to me, to be quite honest with you. But, as I said, I support your right to do it. And if it makes you feel better, then do it. But for the President of the United States to encourage it is dangerous. It's extremely dangerous for a president of the United States to encourage this kind of protesting because this is not the same thing as Colin Kaepernick, the ones that everybody went nuts. All they did was kneel down, stayed silent. They didn't hold up traffic. They weren't yelling and screaming and banging on doors. It was a quiet kneel. But... I don't want to talk. We could talk about that all day. I don't care. Well, we can get into that part later. But this is not the same thing because lives are at stake here. Basically, what you're doing is you are protesting putting people's lives in danger. That's what you're protesting. There are doctors and nurses and volunteers. But, you know, people who aren't even in the medical field who have volunteered their time and risking their health and possibly their own lives. You're protesting against those people. There's something backwards about that, no? 
We all want the economy to be back to normal, every one of us. But the experts are saying it's not time. It is not time. And if we open up now, things are going to get worse. Why do we want, why can't we just do what the doctors tell us to do so we can get back to normal? I said it already earlier. Had we done this months ago, we could be all celebrating right now. There would never be any protest about the economy opening back up because I think we'd probably be there by now. But Donald Trump inciting this is outrageous. But like most of this stuff, this all this stuff really isn't Donald Trump's ideas. Donald Trump has no ideas. Donald Trump has no answers. Donald Trump is fed what to say. I, I truly believe that. I don't think he gets up there and this is all from the top. Well, some of the really off the wall stupid stuff is from him. But the ideas that you hear on how to do things and how to proceed are not coming from him. He's not a bright man. He just isn't. You can listen to this guy. Just go and look at any YouTube clip. Listen to any press conference. Now listen, I already know there are people going, have you heard Joe Biden? Have you heard Joe? I have heard Joe Biden and Joe Biden makes some gaffes. The guy's 76 years old and he's even been making them since for a long time, okay? But Joe Biden is a thousand times smarter than Donald Trump. I'm not even gonna have that discussion. Joe Biden knows what he's talking about. He may screw up every once in a while, but Joe Biden knows what he's talking about. Donald Trump doesn't. Joe Biden, if you were to ask him, how would you handle so, so, and so, and he would have an answer for you. Donald Trump, I don't know what he's talking about half the time. Do you? Just listen to him. A lot of times he sounds rehearsed. It sounds like he's trying to remember the words of what to say in his press conferences. Watch that. When, you, when you're watching these press conferences, watch him almost try to think ahead. But I, I think there are people that are smarter than him that they understand the message that they want to get out to the American public that benefits them and they use Donald Trump as their vessel. Think about it this way. Think about a guy who is overseas and has a ton of garbage and just wants to dump it into the United States. Well, he doesn't have any way of getting it there. Then all of a sudden this big ship comes, this big empty vessel. So he's like, you know what? I'm gonna use this empty vessel, load all my garbage in it, I'm going to steer the ship. They're not going to see me. They're just going to see the ship coming with the garbage in it. And then I'm going to dump my garbage right there on the shores of the United States of America. And that's what Donald Trump is. He's an empty vessel with garbage in his head. And he's being steered by somebody else and then just dumping the garbage. Then he passes along that garbage through his press conferences. Now, there's been talk as to whether or not that the networks should air these press conferences anymore. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about whether or not networks should air the President of the United States press conferences. You've never, ever, ever heard anybody say that we should not air the press conferences of the President of the United States of America, especially during 
an international crisis. The fact that that is even brought to the table is alarming. And not because of freedom of speech. It's because what the president does is he spreads flat lies during these press conferences. He just lies and he's giving the American public incorrect information. And that is documented. You can look up every one of his press conferences and there's a fact check on pretty much everything that he says. And literally every press conference, he lies more than once. That's why the idea of not broadcasting these press conferences is brought to the table. Now, obviously, you have to have at least one channel that will show the entire thing. So that way it's on record. Put it on C-SPAN. Fox News will definitely air it. And this new channel, OAN, which I don't want to give any credibility to, but something tells me this channel is going to start gaining more and more popularity, which is extremely scary because they're flat nuts. Fox News at least has some decent journalists on there. Chris Wallace, Brett Baer, Britt Hume. These guys are completely out of their minds. It's the morning wackos and the night wackos on Fox News that get people, and those are the ones people watch the most. But air the press conferences in its entirety on C-SPAN. You're definitely going to see it on Fox and, and the other channel. But all other ones, I personally wouldn't air them. Giving the American people false information is dangerous. And what does it do? It sparks protests. It sparks unnecessary protests. Speaking of those protests, too, there was recently a poll from Yahoo News and YouGov about these protests, and 60% 60, uh, 60 of Americans disapprove of these protests. And only 22% approve. Now, even on from the Republican side, 47% of them oppose it, while only 36% of them approve it. So, and you, as you can see, these protests, there's not a whole bunch of people there. There's It looks like there's a bunch, but maybe 150 to 200 at most. And again, I support the right to protest, but I think this time, these guys have it wrong. People are dying. And for some reason... The economy is more important than people dying. Now, I'm not saying the economy is not important. I've already said it once. I'll say it a million times. The economy is very important. The economy, when it is not doing well, hurts me personally. So I need the economy to do well, just like most people do. But right now, we have been told by the experts, it is not the time, and you do not want to rush into this. That same Yahoo News YouGov poll say that 71% of Americans oppose reopening too quickly. And 56% of Republicans say it. 71% of the people say they want public health officials to be fully able to test and trace the outbreaks before reopening. 71%. And 29% want to open as soon as possible. 52% of people say there's still not enough testing. Only 22% say there is. And this one, I mean, this is the lowest number I've seen on people saying yes to something in a poll, I think, ever. Only 7% of people think the economy 
will be ready to open by May 1st. 7%. So we obviously do not want to rush this thing. We want to make sure people are safe. I got a question for the people demanding that we open the economy back up. Are they demanding that we open our schools back up? Do they want their kids back in school so they can get an education? Do they feel good enough to send their kids back to school? If not, why? If so, why? You would think your child's education would just would be just as important as the economy. Would I, am I wrong there? Are there people who actually don't think their child's education is as important as the economy? I don't know. But I will say this, and I'll say this to everybody. I don't care who you support, Donald Trump, whoever. I really do believe it would be in the best interest of all American people to be on the same page on this thing. Fighting over whether or not the economy should be open right now versus people dying should not be an argument. We should not be arguing with each other over which route is the best way to go. It really is incumbent upon us right now for all of us to listen to what experts have to say on the best way to handle this from this point on. As Donald Trump says, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Nobody wants to stay inside. It's driving us all crazy. I get it. We want to get back to normal. But if we keep continuing the path we're going, this could take longer, and I really don't want that. Neither do you. So I still would encourage people to stay inside. I understand you're an American. It's your right to do whatever you want to. If you want to go outside, go outside. Have fun. But if you're going to do that, at least follow the guidelines. Even Donald Trump put out guidelines. Stay six feet apart. Wear a mask. Practice social distancing the best that you can. I've noticed in these protests and people who are insisting on going to the beach, not necessarily doing that, but you're right. Do what you want. But it really is. This time, it really is time for everybody to come together. This is not the time to take a side. Because there really is no side I don't think there is a side saying, I don't want the economy to be open. And if they are saying it, they're only saying it because they're saying, I don't want people to continue to die. That's the only reason. It's not a plot against Donald Trump. Nobody knew this was coming. This was not planned. It's not some grand scheme to get Donald Trump out of office. There are guidelines brought to us by experts that we should be listening to. And I just wish we'd all follow them. But at this point, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I will continue to do my part to make sure I am social distancing. If I go out in public, I will wear a mask. If I don't need to go out in public, I won't. I'll stay home. And I hope you do too. Anyway, I want to take this time to let everybody know that uh, on Friday's show, we'll be doing... A segment called Bar Talk. Well, I will have some friends and we will every week talk about a different subject in the world of sports or movies or TV, current events. We had one last Friday and there's a little bit of technical difficulties on it, but uh, we did still have a good time with it. So check that one out if you could. 
I don't think we're going to be able to have one this Friday only because there's still a couple of technical things that we need to work out. But that is the plan. Every Friday we're going to do our segment called Bar Talk, and we really are going to have a good time with it. And I think that's something you really will enjoy. So, but I, again, I do appreciate, you know, anytime I hear feedback from the show and anybody, you know, sends me comments and messages, it's, it's really exciting to see that. And I do appreciate it. And again, as I said before, whether one person listens, 10, 20, whatever it is, this is still fun for me. And I, I, the fact that anybody would listen is, is, is a great joy to me. So I really appreciate it. I'm going to sign off right now, but hopefully we're going to be able to, possibly squeeze in a Friday show. If not, I will be back again on Monday and I hope everybody out there staying safe. Everybody does their part and let's all get through this thing as best we can. Thanks again for listening and I will be back soon.